welcome to Create Shift. If you're new here, welcome. And if you've been listening for a while, welcome back. It's so lovely to have you here. Create Shift is a podcast to support, encourage and inspire you to live your most purposeful and holistic life. It's hosted by me, Ellen of Being Change, and it's funded by you, the podcast listeners and Being Change Patreon community. I'm here to support all of us to live our happiest, healthiest and most fulfilled lives and this podcast is one of the ways in which I hope to do that. Before we get into today's episode, here's a little bit about how you can be part of the Being Change Patreon community and help support this podcast. The Being Change Patreon community is a group of like-minded people all wanting to live their most purposeful and holistic lives. This community gets access to exclusive weekly holistic living content, live seasonal workshops and full-length yoga practices and special holistic living live Q&A sessions with me. You'll also get each episode of Create Shift before everyone else, as well as advanced access to booking for any of my live events. I would love to have you be part of this community. To become a member, just head to patreon.com forward slash being change and choose your monthly pledge of three, five or eight pounds. The money I make from Patreon funds the free content I create here on the podcast, my YouTube channel, blog and Instagram and enables me to employ other people to work with me. And if you want to support the podcast but can't afford to be a Patreon member right now, you can support for free by sharing the podcast with three friends who'd enjoy it. Thank you so much for being here. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, thank you for tuning in today for today's solo podcast episode, all about routine um, and why it's important to have routine in times of change. So it's not going to be a long episode today, just a little chat about my thoughts on routine and how I've been working with it recently and some ideas for things that you might want to do to help support yourself um, with developing perhaps new routines or changing your routine during this time. So right now, uh, a lot of us are obviously finding ourselves working from home when we didn't before, Um, maybe taking care of kids full time, um, maybe both of those things together, so working from home when we didn't before and now having kids to take care of as well, or perhaps you always worked from home but now the kids are home as well so that's kind of shifted things for you. And even if um, you you don't have kids and you work from home anyway, the chances are right now, given the current climate that we're in um, during the coronavirus pandemic, a lot of us, all of us, are going to have found our quote-unquote normal lives totally disrupted. And I think, therefore, it's never been more important for us to focus on routine. Um, I actually saw, I uh, was watching TV the other day, and I think it was on the BBC, they, they had like a thing of a little, it's not an ad break, is it, but, you know, a little... I don't know, service break, the, the kind of bit in between programs, and um, talking about the importance of routine right now. Uh, I've written a blog post on routine, and you can find that over on my website as well, being-change.com. So I, I go into kind of more of the things that I talk about here, and, and you know, if you just like to take things in from a visual perspective and, and read through things, then you might want to check that out as well. So I'll put the links to that in the show notes as normal. So routine can be a saviour right now during these times if we come at it in the right way. So first of all, you might be listening and thinking, well, hang on a minute, it's actually the disruption of my entire routine that's causing my biggest problem right now, you know, um, and that's probably the case for everybody, that we've seen a huge disruption in what we might have considered to be 
our normal routine. Maybe we had a routine before, maybe we didn't. So if we did, then yeah, we're gonna see that it's, it's been disrupted and changed and that might be causing a lot of your problems. But I think creating ourselves a new routine is really important right now. Routine and structure uh, is one of the things that can be really calming for the vata dosha which when increased can cause us to feel very anxious, worried and scattered. And so that's something I'm sure many of us are feeling right now, whether, you know, all the time or from time to time. Those feelings definitely are around a lot. Um, you can even feel it in the air. So routine can help ground us. So for those of you listening, maybe you're new to the podcast, you haven't um, listened to many episodes before, you've not kind of listened to those episodes where I talk more about Ayurveda. Let me just explain a little bit about what I mean by Vata Dosha, just very briefly, and I'll put a link in the show notes to other episodes you might want to listen to that dive into Ayurveda and the doshas a bit more. So Ayurveda is the sister science of yoga, it's considered to be the oldest holistic health system, and it's the philosophy that I ground all of my work in. And Ayurveda can be translated as the science of life or the art of living well, and it takes a totally holistic view of our health and well-being. And a central principle to Ayurveda is that there are three kind of different energetic qualities called the doshas. And they often show up in how our body and, and our minds and our whole selves respond to stress, any kind of stress. The doshas themselves, um, so they're vata, pitta and kapha, and they are made up of the elements. So they're a combination of two of the five elements, each of them. So vata is actually made up of air and ether. And it has to do with movement within us. So movement within our mind and our body. So that's why vata is often associated with being very up in our heads, with thoughts whirling around. And that's why it can be um, very much associated when, it's, when we've got too much vata with those feelings of anxiety, overthinking, and also that feeling of being scattered, kind of going from one thing to the next thing. And I'm very familiar with this because I am quite vata by nature. So there's a test you can do called a Prakriti test. Prakriti means nature. Um, and you can find out kind of what your, your nature is in terms of the doshas. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well in case anyone's interested. So I am quite vata, I'm also pitta, um, I'm sort of both of them very closely together. And I know that feeling of kind of thinking, all right, I'm going to go and do this thing. And then uh, my mind gets distracted or I go onto another thought and I go and do this other thing. And then there's like stuff everywhere. I leave like a trail of work debris around the house. Um, and I feel very ungrounded and unsettled by the end of the day if I have been moving about my day in that way. So I have found recently I've really come to routine to help ground me because it's that structure it's that solidity of moving from one thing to another thing and that's what this feeling this this increased vataness we need is solidity to ground us because vata is made of air and ether it's not solid at all <laughs> so it's something that I found really helpful and perhaps you're recognizing those um, feelings and that way of being and in which case I'd really really emphasize the um, real positive quality of creating yourself a routine um, and obviously we're all different and we're all different doshas but I do think right now in general creating ourselves a new routine to help us through this and really yes to help us navigate that kind of fear and anxiety a bit can be super helpful but 
here's my caveat to all of this. Um, and it's, it's this fact that in order for routines to be helpful, I believe we need to also allow for them to be flexible. Okay, so that's quite um, maybe a kind of juxtaposed idea, if that's the way to put it, um, juxtaposition. I've always loved that word ever since I learned it in like school. (laughs) Um, But you know what I mean? That's maybe sounding like those things shouldn't go together. Um, And this is why uh, the author Brooke McCallery, you've probably heard me talk about before, I talk about her a lot, she's a big influence on me and my life. Um, So she's written a couple of books um, about slow living. I'll link to both of them in the show notes if if you're interested. She talks about rhythms over routines and why she prefers to use the word rhythm instead of routine and and the reason that she gives and I'll link to you actually one of the episodes of her podcast where she talks about this in more detail it's quite interesting um but the basically the reason that she gives is that a rhythm can change the rhythm if we drop the rhythm that we're currently you know imagine you're playing a piece of music or you're kind of riffing with a jazz ensemble let's just and create a reality where we're all playing improvisational jazz and um, somebody kind of drops the rhythm, you drop the rhythm and, and actually then just everybody else just adapts and goes with the new rhythm. The rhythm, can, the rhythm can change. We can just shift with it. The tempo might change um, and, and that's fine and then it just becomes something new. Whereas a routine can feel more rigid and solid and therefore if we miss part of our routine, we drop it, it can feel a bit more catastrophic, a bit more like the end of the world, a bit more like, well, what's the point in sticking with the rest of it? How can I pick all of this back up again? Kind of thing. Um, so it's up to you, I guess, of whether you want to call it a rhythm or routine. I stick to calling it a routine. Well, I'll tell you what I've done in a minute, but um, I keep my concept of what a routine is and should be uh, a bit more open and fluid and flexible. Because here's the nice thing about what I just said with that rhythm, how it can shift and then it becomes a different song, maybe with a different tempo and a different feeling, is that that allows for our routines that we've created to adapt to how we're feeling in the moment. Because we don't feel the same every day, we're not robots. Um, As much as our society may have been set up to uh, want us to pretend that we're robots, now when we've got this huge disruption in in our normal society is a huge chance for us to actually reconsider that and remake that and and tune into creating um days for ourselves that feel more like we want them to feel that feel better for us that serve us better so i guess then this creation of the routine or the rhythm has got two benefits to it one is that it helps us right now deal with this anxiety and the fear that we might be feeling And the other is that it helps us maybe start to explore what might we want our lives to look like when we get out the other side of all of this. And, you know, if you're not listening to this in real time and and, um, everything's calmed down with coronavirus, who knows when that will be, but this podcast is going to be out for indefinitely, I guess, on the internet. This goes for anything, you know, this, you could be going through any period of change in your life. Um, you could just be going through a time where you feel like you need to make a change. Um, so this can be an interesting exercise of thinking, okay, what was my routine before? What didn't work perhaps? Um, or what's been broken? Um, and what might I want my, my day 
to feel like now. Um, so, it's important to have routine, but also to have the practice of listening to ourselves and our intuition. And both of these things are a practice and an experiment. And I think those two words are very important to bear in mind with all of this. And that's where some of us can get stuck. I think like I've been stuck for a long time of thinking about what is my ideal day and like how do I go about creating a routine? And and really it's been this crisis of coronavirus that's like forced me into to making this routine because I needed to do it to support myself. Hi. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Create Shift so far. I'm just jumping in here to let you know about my Being Change Patreon community. As a member of this community, you get access to exclusive weekly holistic living content, live seasonal workshops and full-length yoga practices, and special holistic living live Q&A sessions with me. You'll also get each episode of Create Shift before everyone else, as well as advanced access to booking for any of my live events. To become a member, just head to patreon.com forward slash being change and choose your monthly pledge of three, five or eight pounds. The money I make from Patreon funds the free content I create here on the podcast, my YouTube channel, blog and Instagram and enables me to employ other people to work with me. Thanks for your support. Now back to the episode. So this is my my pitta dosha side coming out of being a bit more perfectionist or wanting to super control everything thinking right okay well if I do this thing at this time of day and then if I have this thing like how's that gonna work and like just just do it okay so number one if you're wanting to create a new routine just think about what that could be and just do it just write it out do it for a week three weeks or something see how it goes and then you can tinker with it you can change it it's an experiment it is not set in stone um, so what I thought I'd do is just tell you a little bit about what my practice has been around this creating of a routine. Um, and maybe that will inspire you to have a go yourself. So before all of this, um, this is actually one of the things that I was aware that I was lacking in my business was a routine, sort of in my, in my working week, if you will. I had a bit of a routine in that I knew that I went out to teach yoga classes at certain times of the day. That was about it. (laughs) And that made it difficult for me to navigate the different areas of my work that I do and also the different different bits and pieces of work that I do because I I also do a bit of work for other people. I've got another business. So it it was quite challenging because a lot of my brain power had to go on thinking about when am I going to do that? How am I going to fit that in? And all this kind of thing. So when I kind of decided to sit down and and actually make this routine, first of all, I took perfectionism out of it. I said, this is an experiment. This is what I'm just going to have a go at. And then I can tinker and change. That's fine. So I I spent a bit of time and I I timed myself. I didn't give myself too long. I didn't let myself get too into it. I spent time, first of all, just kind of writing down um, all the different things that I do in my week. And this can include anything for you because obviously our lives are very different. Um, It can include different types of work tasks that you do. It can include um, different things you do around the home, different things you do with your kids, whatever it is. So it doesn't just have to be a job, you know, getting into 
really uh, tricky territory here. I'm trying to say that whether you have a conventional job or not, whatever your week's made up of, this is going to be helpful, right? Okay. So you write down all the things and then you start to look at them and say, okay, can I put these into categories? So for example, um, you might have a category of um, outreach that you do in your work or whatever you want to call it. And, And this is quite key, I found, is labeling the things in a way that excites you. So rather than calling it marketing, you might call it communicating, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it. But you start to notice that things fall into categories. So one might be creating, one might be sharing, whatever. Um, so you do that and you do your categories. Well, that's what I did. Um, and then I had a look at my week. And I just created on a sheet of A4, just written the days of the week, on Monday to Friday. And within that, I put the different kind of categories of work that I do on those days. So I sort of fit fit in things that I knew I was already doing, like I'm continuing to teach my yoga classes on Zoom right now. So, okay, so I've got that. So that, and I put that under sharing because that's like a people-based thing. Um, So I knew I had that. And then, you know, I looked at my week and I thought, well, it'd be really good to have on a Monday kind of like a bit of time where I'm actually working on my business. So I have more of a kind of CEO type day or or whatever. So put in time where I have like a a weekly meeting with myself, I'm <laughs> setting the priorities and the goals for the week, so that's kind of like planning, and I've got sort of chunks of time for creating, and I create lots of different types of content, as you know, so I've got the podcast and the blog, and the kind of things that I make on Instagram, and I've got the newsletter, and my YouTube videos, and then I've got creating yoga sequences to, to share in the classes, um, and maybe creating bigger pieces of content like courses and things like that. So I didn't write down, okay, I'm going to create, you know, a blog on this day every day, but I've put down creating and then um, I can look at what I need to create. So I'm trialing at the moment batch creating things. So batch filming my videos, batch editing, batch writing blog posts and seeing how that goes and that all can go in that creating time. So I've done that for my week. So broken it down into kind of the categories of things that I do, seeing if I can fit like things together. Also making sure that I've not got too much of one thing on one day if I know, which I do, that I'm the kind of person who doesn't really like to to be fully in just one type of thing all day. I prefer to have a little bit of variety. So it comes down to knowing yourself a little bit as well. You need to know what works for you. And this process might help you figure out what works for you as well. So you can kind of do it either way. Know yourself first and kind of work on that or work this out and then go, oh, that didn't work. Why not? Oh, because I don't like doing just one thing on one day or whatever. Or conversely, because I actually don't like doing too many different things on one day. I prefer to focus on just one thing. So I've done that for my week. And then I've also created a daily rhythms list. So as you can see, I've kind of mixed and matched that routines and rhythms. I've got a weekly routine, I've got daily rhythms. And that kind of lists when I get up, roughly, what my morning routine consists of, um, what type of work I do when, um, when I might have like white space, when I might have time for a workout or physical self-care time. Um, and all of that sort of thing. So that was kind of me looking at what's important to me, using my past knowledge of what I felt I've missed or what I really struggle to put into my days. Um, and I've also, for creating the daily rhythms, looked to Ayurveda, which talks about the different times of day that the doshas are most prominent. 
And I've got another solo podcast episode coming up, which is all about using Ayurveda to schedule your day. So I really dive into that um, because that's about what type of work it might be best to do when and kind of like harnessing the positive power of the doshas. So that is really interesting, I think. So that's what I've done. So I've got my two lists and I've stuck them up on the wall by my desk and they're just there. And it's clear to me that they're an experiment, that I can see how they go and I can tinker and change them. Um, What I found so far is it's quite interesting is that it's a real fine balance between having the discipline to stick to the routine, but also having the flexibility within that routine. And that's a really interesting one. It, It requires you to really thoroughly tune into yourself to know, um, you know, am I wanting to, here's, here's a practical example. The other day, so I've started doing the Couch to 5K running program because um, I felt I needed a bit more dynamic exercise and I wanted to get out earlier in the day to get the morning sunlight exposure, which if you listen to my chat with Emma Newlin in season five, you'll know about why that's good. I'll link to that in the show notes if you want to catch up on that. So anyway, I decided to do that and it was a few days ago, I was meant to go out on my next run. And I hadn't been sleeping that well prior to this. Um, And so I woke up in the morning and I I had had a good sleep that night, but I was sort of catching up on sleep debt. So I woke up quite early and I was lying there for a while and feeling really tired. And so in my head, I was like, okay, I could not go for the run. Um, I could get up later. I could go back to sleep. Maybe that's what I need. And I sort of tussled with that for a bit. And in the end, I decided that I was going to get up and go for the run. And it was actually really good. And it, it did me loads of good. And I felt a lot better for the whole day. And I committed to having a discipline to, to carry through with my routine there. Uh, that's what felt best for me in that moment. But it took a bit of time and a bit of awareness to tune in to what was really going to serve me and to figure that out. And really, that's just a practice, I guess, of knowing your truth and knowing what your intuition is telling you and what your gut's telling you and and figuring out when things are coming from just a uh, slight resistance to that thing or when it's coming from actually that's not going to be the thing that serves me most in this time therefore I'm going to be fluid with my routine because at times it is um, it is it is necessary to to stay in bed longer to to you might be necessary to do a piece of work earlier than you would normally or whatever it is um so it's really that balance of allowing the routine to be fluid and allowing yourself or, or helping yourself to have the discipline to carry through with it because the week prior I'd been a bit more fluid with my routine because I'd sort of been like oh well you know I don't want it to be too rigid and it's fine and actually that didn't serve me at all because I ended up being way more farter of like wandering around and not getting things done and And actually what I had needed was to be disciplined and tick things off. So it's all just a learning process. It's a really good tool to help you figure out uh, what your intuition's saying, to help you know yourself better. And um, yeah, for all those reasons, I think it's really important for us to have routine during times of change because it can help us create that stability for ourselves It can help us understand ourselves and what we want and need better. And therefore, it can help us then shape our lives um, more in the way that we want to um, when we sort of come out of the other side of the turbulent times of the change. 
So head to the blog if you want to kind of see some more exercises and kind of questions to get you started and things. Head to um, the show notes to find any links and stuff mentioned in this episode. That's at being-change.com for both of those. And you'll just see the tab for the blog and tab for the podcast. You can have a look there and have a go. Let me know how you get on. Ask me if you've got any questions um, and check out the next episode on using Ayurveda to schedule your day because that's going to have some handy little tips that you might want to start to weave into your routine or your rhythm as well. So thank you very much for listening. As always, I hope you enjoyed the episode and found it useful and I will be back soon with another episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Create Shift. I hope you enjoyed it and found it inspiring and supportive. Don't forget to share the episode with friends and on your social media channels to help this podcast reach more people and help them live their most purposeful and holistic lives. And if you'd like to be one of the people funding the creation of this podcast, head to patreon.com forward slash being change to become part of the Being Change Patreon community. Until next time.